I frankly think that crisis initiation is really tough. And it's very hard for me to see how the United States uh, president can get us to war with Iran. Um, which leads me to conclude that if, in fact, compromise is not coming, that the traditional way of Amer America gets to war is what would be best for U.S. interests. Uh, some people might think that Mr. Roosevelt wanted to get us into World War II, as David mentioned. You may recall we had to wait for Pearl Harbor. Some people might think Mr. Wilson wanted to get us into World War I. You may recall he had to wait for the Lusitania episode. Some people might think that Mr. Johnson wanted to send troops to Vietnam. You may recall they had to wait for the Gulf of Tonkin episode. Uh, we didn't go to war with Spain until the USS, uh, yes. until the Maine exploded. And may I point out that Mr. Lincoln did not feel he could call out the Federal Army until Fort Sumter was attacked, which is why he ordered the commander at Fort Sumter to do exactly that thing which the South Carolinians had said would cause an attack. So if, in fact, the Iranians aren't going to compromise, it would be best if somebody else started the war. But I would just like to suggest that uh, uh, one can combine other means of pressure with sanctions. Uh, I mentioned that explosion uh, on August 17th. Uh, we could step up the pressure. I mean, look, people, Iranian submarines periodically go down. Someday one of them might not come up. Who would know why? <laughs> we can do a variety of things if we wish to increase the pressure. I'm not advocating that. But I'm just suggesting that uh, it, it, it's, this, this is not a, a either-or proposition of, you know, it's just sanctions has to, has to succeed or other things. We are in the game of using covert means against the Iranians. We, we could get nastier at that. A plausible scenario for a military collision with Iran involves Iraqi failure to meet the benchmarks followed by accusations of Iranian responsibility for the failure, then by some provocation in Iraq or a terrorist act in the United States blamed on Iran, culminating in a quote-unquote defensive U.S. military action against Iran that plunges a lonely America into a spreading and deepening quagmire eventually ranging across Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, and Pakistan. Um, you recently uh, wrote a letter to the president of Iran in you which... Louder? Yes, uh, you recently wrote a letter to the president of Iran in which um, you urged him to study the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which we now know was a staged event used to justify war with Vietnam. And you also raised the question, does America provoke provocations? Sir, was this not an out... When did I do that? Uh, I have the letter right here, sir, if you want to read it. I have it on me right here. Who um, um, Sir, I mean, that's mainstream media. It's been published in many publications. Do you deny writing that letter, sir? I don't deny anything. I haven't seen the letter. <laughs> you said... I, I can read it to you right that's now. Okay. Um, okay. You said, um... Presuming that you are not actually ignorant enough to desire war with the United States, you might... You might be well advised to read the history of the sinking of the USS Maine in Havana Harbor in 1898 and the history of the Gulf of, Gulf oh, of Tonkin. Yes. I'm sorry, that was a blog on Huffington Post. I did yes. not literally write a letter. It was a mock letter. Sorry. Okay, but well, go ahead. Uh, sir, was this not an outright threat veiled in doublespeak that no. the United States could stage an event to go to war with Iran? No. No? no. Then well, what? 
what I was tongue-in-cheek saying was that we have an administration in Washington that is dying for a reason to bomb Iran. And so in a mock blog letter to the Iranian government, not the president, but the Iranian government, I just simply said, if, unless you people want to be bombed, you better be careful about cross-border incursions. And I think I explicitly said, keep the Republican Guard or the Revolutionary Guard or whatever it's called away from the Iraqi border. I was trying to communicate to the American people what our own government was trying to plan, and that was to find a reason for bombing Iran. And I was simply saying, in effect to the American people through this mock letter, um, be very careful about this administration creating a uh, USS Maine incident or a Gulf of Tonkin incident that would justify bombing Iran. That's all. There's a bit at the end of this latest article that you wrote that I found actually most interesting in the article. It hasn't got that much attention, but I want to get your uh, take on this. And, and this re relates to a story or an incident that happened a couple months ago. Many of you remember it. It was in the Strait of Hormuz. There was an incident where an uh, American carrier almost blew a couple of Iranian speedboats out of the water and perhaps would have started uh, the next war, a war against Iran, or potentially a World War III. Um, and it was averted, thankfully, uh, the, at the last second. We later learned that um, there was really nothing to be terribly concerned about. The incident was overblown, and that there was a vice admiral uh, in charge of the fleet and in, in the, the Strait of Hormuz who said, basically, there was there was no concern there, uh, that it was overblown. Well, yeah, the second part, basically. He was yeah. concerned, but it, yeah, was, but it was overblown. We were never threatened. We were never threatened. And, and you talk about... Uh, this gen uh, vice admiral's name is Kevin Cosgrove, and, and in your article you write, nonetheless, Cosgrove's demeanor angered Cheney, according to the former senior intelligence official. But a lesson was learned in the incident. The public had supported the idea of retaliation and was even asking why the U.S. didn't do more. The former official said that a few weeks later, a meeting took place in the vice president's office. Quote, the subject was how to create a Casas Belli between Tehran and Washington, he said. What you're writing there is that Cheney, there was a meeting in the White House where Cheney presided over looking to cook up the next war, a, a false war based on false intelligence. Uh, my oldest son is a, a lawyer, and when I, I sent him the story before it was published, basically in, in a final form, just a day, and he, he wrote back and he said, you really buried the lead in this one, about Casas Belli. Um, how many press are here? Uh, anyway, there was a meeting among the, among, the items, among the items considered and rejected, which is why the New Yorker did not publish it on grounds that it wasn't accepted. One of the items was, why not, every, there was a, a dozen ideas proffered. How to, how to trigger a war. The one that interested me the most was, why don't we build, we in our shipyard, build four or five Iran boats that look like Iranian PT boats, put Navy SEALs on them with a lot of arms, and the next time one of our boats goes through the Straits of Hormuz, start a shoot-up. Might cost some lives. And it was rejected because you can't have Americans killing Americans. But that, that's, the kind of, that's the level of stuff we were talking about, provocation. But that was rejected. So um, I could understand the argument of not writing something that was rejected. Uh, maybe. 
I'm, I basically, my attitude always towards editors is they're mice training to be rats. So, um, but, um, but you have to, you have to, you know, but the point is, uh, J. June, if you know what that means, um, um, uh, silly, maybe, but potentially very lethal because one of the things they learned in the incident was the American public, if you get the American, if you get the right incident, the American public will support, you know, bang, bang, kiss, kiss, you know, we're into it. But in terms of how you think about problem sets, I, when I was a cadet, what's the first, what's the cadet motto at West Point? You will not lie, cheat, or steal, or tolerate those who do. Mm. I, I, I was the CI director. We lied, we cheated, we steal, stole. It's, it was like, we, we, had, we, had entire, we had entire training courses. Uh, uh, good afternoon. It is the assessment of the United States government that the Islamic Republic of Iran is responsible for the attacks that occurred in the Gulf of Oman today. This assessment is based on intelligence, the weapons used, the level of expertise needed to execute the operation, recent similar Iranian attacks on shipping, and the fact that no proxy group operating in the area has the resources and proficiency to act with such a high degree of sophistication. This is only the latest in a series of attacks instigated by the Islamic Republic of Iran and its surrogates against American and allied interests. And they should be understood in the context of 40 years of unprovoked aggression against...